0: What is up, after hours entrepreneurs? Strap in, get ready. You are in for a masterclass in audio monetization. We are joined by Colin Keeley from Avocado Audio. And I really enjoyed today's conversation. It's really interesting to me to chat about this topic because video monetization is everywhere. It is everywhere. I'm a big believer in video. I think it's super, super powerful. Video courses, webinars, live videos, master classes, short ads, YouTube ads, video is everywhere. But audio is still running a little bit under the radar despite podcast listenership just exploding over the course of the last few years. Audio is here. It's only gonna go bigger and better, in my opinion. You listen to people like Gary Vaynerchuk, who says the next big platform is voice, is audio. So learning how to communicate and teach via audio is going to be really important. Now, Colin has been a podcaster for several years. And like many podcasters, he was frustrated in his ability to monetize his podcast. It's it's not an easy thing. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And we're going to talk a little bit about how avocado audio gives you a way of not only helping people, but creating additional revenue through your voice, through your audio experience or through your podcast. So strap in, get ready. I think this is a must listen to if you are a podcaster or an educator because the world is changing really dramatically. So strap in and get ready to listen. Speaking of which, if you are looking to step up your game, I definitely want you to head over to MarkSavantMedia.com. I've got free resources, free guides to help you explode your online business, to explode your podcast. Head over to MarkSavantMedia.com, sharing all the tips, tools, and tactics that I'm learning and losing with and winning with. So head over there, open book, start learning, start improving today. With all that said, let's get into this masterclass on podcast and audio monetization. Colin Keely, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It is my pleasure. So we've got a lot of different things to talk about, but I want to start with Avocado Audio, which is essentially an audio platform to help teach people, to help people learn. And quite frankly, today's day and age, I think that is one of the most important things that we can be talking about is how to learn, how to keep up. The world is evolving quickly. So let me ask you this, Colin, to start. How did you get the idea and the vision for avocado audio?
1: So there's kind of two different sides to that. There's the opportunity, and then just like the passion for the idea. So on the opportunity front, I've been a podcaster for four years or so. I was looking at how do you ten x the audio market, and I was I decided that monetization was where audio lagged the furthest behind. Right now, podcasts monetize about a tenth as well as you know radio, which is kind of absurd because it's internet radio targeting, and you know everything should be significantly better. And I decided the way to do that was to break outside of the podcast bucket. So with video, you can record a few hours of video and charge $1,000 for it. Because there's an ROI there, if you call it a course, there is some return on investment there. And there's no equivalent in the US for that for audio. And we wanted to bring that over. And then just personally, I don't think the future has us staring at screens 10 hours a day. I think it's kind of ridiculous. So we're just this weird moment in time where we're doing this.
0: So that's an interesting, uh, that's definitely an interesting thought because right now video is king, Uh, but you know, to your point, I spend a lot of time actually listening to content because I just don't have time typically Mm -hmm. to watch video. So if I'm running or driving, I can just listen to something Quite, quite frankly, most of my YouTube consumption is without even actually looking at the screen. So I agree with you there. Um, But let's kind of dive in and and kind of delve in a little bit more deeply into one of your assertions here that you're trying to find different ways to kind of monetize the audio platform. What differentiates what you're doing with Avocado Audio from a traditional podcast?
1: Yeah, courses, the biggest difference between podcasts and courses is the structure. So all the information is out there for the most part, uh, but you want to structure it. You want to make it bite-sized. You want to reward people's uh, time investment. So we are way more focused on being as short as possible. We try to chop up all our lessons to be like two to eight minutes long. The average course is probably 30 minutes to two hours. Um, so with podcasts, you're actually rewarded for length. If you're monetizing with advertising, uh, like Joe Rogan, as we were talking about earlier, his, cor- his podcasts are like three hours long, and then you could smash in way more advertising than you could ever with a, a course. And so we align more with you know, the actual listener and their goals.
0: That's interesting. And, you know, as someone who's very busy juggling a ton of different things from kids to primary job to side job to exercise and health, life is busy. So any way we can, yeah. we can condense topics like learning and, and things of that nature is, is super important. But I guess the question I would have for you is what would someone expect to learn on a platform like Avocado Audio and how do you condense that into a sub 10 minute course? How, how does that work? How does that look?
1: So the average course is around 30 minutes to two hours. So we try to do bite-sized lessons. um, So you could fit it in in more different times during your day. So walking around, doing chores, doing laundry or something like that. What was your, sorry, what was your initial question? I got sidetracked there. Well, yeah. So what would, like, what kind of teaching, what kind of lessons are we learning? Are we
0: learning how to cook? Are we learning how to build a website? What does someone expect to learn on your platform?
1: We... Target mostly the business niche. So some of our most popular courses are around digital marketing, copywriting is actually really popular. Um, personal development, wellness, uh, some leadership stuff. Um, kind of all over the place. It's a it's an open platform, and then we curate the best stuff to the top.
0: Cool. So we learn how to build a business with Avocado Audio, essentially, right? Um, you've got the the entire course is about two hours long, but you're breaking down the learning modules, if you would, into into shorter excerpts. I'm kind of curious. One of the biggest problems I have with podcasting is there's a severe lack of engagement, right? Typically, when I listen to an episode, there's no way for me to to go in and post. And it's like I listen to it and I'm done. So Mm -hmm. how are you resolving that problem with Avocado? How are you keeping people engaged in the platform so they keep coming back, they engage with the community, they're actually walking away with something actionable?
1: So the biggest problem with most online courses and kind of the dirty secret is the completion rate is like sub 5%. It's mostly aspirational selling, like people want to learn something and then they actually never do it. So the completion rate with audio courses is massively higher because people have significantly more learning time, audio time in their day than they have sitting additional sitting in front of a screen time. Then how are we keeping people engaged? You know, I think content is the most important. So we're most focused on producing the best courses and bringing the best courses onto the platform. We have community features as well, but that's not like it. It works if you're walking around and it works if you're, you know, seated or something and listening to it and could actually interact with your phone. But most people are doing this when they're walk, when they're like doing something else, it's a secondary activity. So it's a, uh, I, it's like a secondary feature or app, the community focus.
0: Okay, interesting. So most of the time with audio courses, I want to talk a little bit about monetization. Most of the time with audio and podcasting, you're looking at AdSense and you know CPM and um, affiliate marketing and these various tactics. Digital courses as well as kind of like a segue or a pivot into digital products. Um, your your company kind of takes us to the next level, right? So with Avocado Audio. You are just going straight to the the digital course in, in audio, which again, is, is something that's a little bit interesting. it's it, honestly, it's it's quite innovative because most of the time I think of digital courses, I'm thinking of video courses. okay. Um, could you expand on how you monetize and how you generate revenue for your company via this business model?
1: So we initially launched with a pure one-off marketplace. So if you wanted to produce a course, you put it up there. You'd have to drive all the traffic yourself and then you take home the vast majority of the revenue. So we actually got a bunch of feedback saying, you know, $25 to $50 to $100 is way too much for an audio course. People aren't accustomed to paying that, but they wanted a subscription. They wanted to jump around. They wanted to taste different courses. So we pivoted and now it's free for a week and then it's $15 a month or $100 a year and it's all you could eat. And then we split the revenue with the course creators based on listens that they get. So more like a medium or Spotify paying out based on consumption.
0: That's interesting, that's interesting. So you, you kind of brought up something that I definitely wanted to touch on and that's how you actually get the courses for your platform. Because typically when I think of an online course, I'm thinking of you've got a creator who's creating a course, who's driving traffic to that to that course, but yours operates a little bit differently because you don't actually make the courses, you, you outsource the course, is that correct?
1: Correct. Yeah, we have a network of creators.
0: So how do you build up okay. that network of creators so that you're bringing on good creators to actually bring in good okay. content? Because let's face it, we live in the the age of mass misinformation. How do you bring on great creators yeah. and make sure that the quality of the content is up to par?
1: Uh, one by one. So initially it was a, a lot of work. It was a lot of Zoom calls convincing people that we're a real thing. We haven't launched yet, but this is going to be a way to make money in the future. Um, so we... You could look at and when you're trying to get a marketplace off the ground you could often find big existing marketplaces and so we looked at those we found their best content and then we had someone in the philippines you know, grab all their email addresses and then out cold outreach them and so a lot of cold outbound and you just kind of scrape the like the the cream the best parts of other marketplaces and bring them over to yours and then it's a flywheel so as it gets going as we get more subscribers our creators are making more money They see us as a, like a good revenue source. And then now we're starting to get more novel content where people are recording specifically just for avocado.
0: That's, that's very interesting. I mean, I think, I think, and I think with any startup, any new business, you're putting in that after hours execution, you're working, you're grinding, you're bleeding out of your eyeballs. I mean, nothing comes for free as someone who's in the tech business and been in the business for, for a long time. You sure you, you get that. You understand that nothing comes for free. Have there ever been, any, ever been a time where someone came onto the platform, created a course and you're like, this is crap. We got to take it down. Or is that something that, that's happened?
1: Yeah. Uh, so we have a minimum bar. So we definitely turn down courses that are bad. And then above that bar, we let a lot of stuff on and we'll rate it on our back end and decide how much we want to promote it based on how good it is. We haven't yet, but we're going to start sending a like a course feedback card to the creators mm-hmm. and say, "Your, you know, sound quality is really good. Your content could be better. You know, it's kind of meandering. It's a little too long and give people feedback so they can improve and continue to get the course better and hopefully make more money on Avocado. Okay.
0: Okay. I like that. How do you promote your creators? So let's say, for example, I'm interested in being an audio creator. What's my expectation with your company and how would you promote the content that I'm producing for the company?
1: Uh, So the biggest promotion in the app is on the collections page. So we curate courses into basically curriculums. So we'll have like five courses on copywriting, for example, Mm -hmm. and I'll be from beginner to more advanced. Um, And then outside of that, promoting on social media, we're recording like little segments with each of our uh, creators, like a mini podcast is a way to promote naturally. Um, And then, you know, I'm going on a podcast tour, uh, which is one of these that we're doing right now. Um, so just trying to build up the platform as well.
0: Yeah. So, and I think that podcast, so this is like the kind of the dirty unknown secret that that a lot of podcasters and audio people don't understand is one of the best ways to promote your audio platform is through that same medium, right? It's through being on podcasts, through people hearing your voice and hearing your message. It's, it's, it's listen, if you're a podcaster out there, you got to start getting on other podcasts. It's very powerful way to drive traffic to your show. How else, what other strategies are you executing on, Colin, to drive awareness to the marketplace for what you offer at Avocado Audio?
1: Uh, So the nice thing with the pivot to subscription is we, so it's recurring revenue now, it's way easier to put paid marketing dollars behind. So we're doing all the different paid channels, and that's been pretty effective for us as well.
0: So are you when you say paid channels, are you going through influencers? Are you doing banner ads? Are you doing like how are how exactly are you uh, so looking actually, to drive that traffic? Uh, for
1: app. Um, so for apps, the most effective is actually Apple search ads. It's around half as half the cost of like Facebook or Google. Um, so that's where we started. You scale it up until a point and then it kind of tops off. And now we're doing more Facebook ads.
0: Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the people that I work with. Are they start with the facebook or they start with the youtube pre-roll and and that sort of thing so that the apple the apple app uh, is an interesting way to go
1: there isn't that much volume there that's the issue so once you start spending like up to ten thousand dollars a month you have to graduate to somewhere else Mm. um but it's a it's kind of a messy setup with apple where you could bid on competitors keywords (laughs) and just uh, show up in that first spot like you probably shouldn't do that you can't do that in google often yeah but Apple allows it still.
0: Well, one of the things that Gary, you know, Gary V, is always harping on is, you, it doesn't need to be the the best platform, but if as long as you're getting an ROI, then it, it doesn't really matter, right? So I, I think that just kind of tasting and executing on different different channels, different areas is is really important. If you get so caught up with, I just have to do Facebook ads, well, you might be missing out on the Instagram story ads or that now they just launched Reels. I, I don't know how that that's going to play out. Well, we will definitely see there so i mean this is this is definitely very interesting to me and i'm kind of curious is the host of a podcast yourself colin tech in chicago how is that platform your your podcast platform how has that transitioned you and allowed you to execute on programs and companies like avocado audio
1: So the biggest value in the podcast was not like the audience, I would say. It's not the distribution as much as the network I created with all the guests that I had on. So why I launched it initially was just like a networking machine. So I moved to Chicago. I was into tech. You show up with two microphones. You could talk to anyone in the city and have an hour with them. So that was very effective. Now I have like a large network of CEOs that I could lean on if I have questions or anyone in the city that I could possibly ask for a question.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. I, I think that's something that people tend to minimize. I, I think that the more people you know and build in your network, the better. And it, I mean, I've had the opportunity via podcast to link up with professional athletes, presidential candidates, multi-million dollar CEOs and founders. And it's, it's, it's. I, I think that people a lot of times get into podcasting because they want to get rich and quit their day job. But the real value, I think, is that is that connection and ability to build up your network. But but also, as someone who's in the audio space, you understand that it it also gives you opportunity to really connect with your listeners on on a deeper level than, say, an Instagram picture of yourself in front of a car. Hey, Mark here. Thank you so much for listening to the After Hours Entrepreneur. It means so much that you're taking a few minutes out of your day to sit here and learn with me Colin's just bringing all the goods, so make sure that you subscribe and please share this episode out. Tell someone that needs to know, tell someone who's into podcasting, but trying to figure out different ways to monetize, share this with them. All right, let's get back into the rest of this masterclass with Colin Keeley. Tell me a story. Give me something interesting here, Colin, a time where you sat down with a founder and you walked away thinking like, wow, this is just a ton of value. I met with someone I never would have had the opportunity to meet with before podcasting.
1: You know, I've had people on the podcast that have sold companies for, you know, well over a billion dollars. That's not the most interesting one to me. Like the most interesting one I had on is I'm really into sleep. Um, So I like I'm non-functional if I don't get me eight hours of sleep. And I had on this guy who does sleep coaching. It's a tech platform that does sleep coaching for professional athletes. Um, so that was probably the coolest one. The one that I most enjoyed and is not like a, a famous startup in any sense. Rise Science is the name of it. Mm-hmm. Jeff Kahn is the founder. Um, That was a a really cool one. That was a cool experience. We did the whole podcast and the Cards Against Humanity office as well, which is just like a bunch of train cars. It's just a bit of a surreal experience.
0: That's very, very cool. Very cool. Um, Okay. So we've talked about how you're getting teachers. We talked a little bit about how you're getting students to your platform. Where do you see the future of Avocado Audio going? Where are you trying to, to level up? As you look at the market, you're involved in tech. Where do you see the future of your audio teaching platform going?
1: Uh, I would love to unlock, I think there's just billions of hours of listening time that are trapped in this. People have so much more listening time than they have sitting in front of a screen time. So if we could change people's lives, let them learn a lot more than they are currently learning. That would be the goal going forward. Um, as a business, we're doing not a pivot, but we're going to start selling to enterprises more. There's a big demand for these uh, L&D platforms and a consumption rate, like the success rate is just so, so low. Mm. It's pretty easy for us to prove out that uh, if you use avocado instead, you have a much higher completion rate. So So that is probably where we're going to be heading.
0: So let's talk. Let's talk about that more. Completion rate is really important because if someone buys your course, they drop out after one episode that's not good for your business long-term, right? So what is it about what you're doing with Avocado that is keeping people on the platform and actually completing the courses? What What's keeping people there, do you think?
1: Uh, it's the medium to some extent, and then the way courses are produced. So we want to be inspiring as well as just educational. And, uh, audio is just a very powerful medium, as you know, being a podcaster. Mm. And so we have the spoken word has been around for like 100,000 years. The written word has only been around for 5,000 years. And then screens have only been around for a hundred years. So to me, we're just going back to our roots. And I think it's just a weird moment in time where we're staring at screens too much.
0: Sure, and I'm also curious, like in a typical education, a typical schooling, you're going to school, you're going to lecture, you're doing your homework, and then you're taking a test. That is the measure of your success. How do you actually measure success? Because great, I listened to two hours of audio, but am I I actually learning anything? Is there any way, how are you actually gauging and challenging your students to actually walk away with with something that's actionable?
1: So this is up to our creators. A lot of them at the end of a lesson or a few lessons will have some deliverable that they want the listener to uh, perform. So it's up to them to do it. Uh, some people do it, some do not, but that is the way to kind of prove you learned something and feel like you got something out of it.
0: Yeah, I think that's important because you know I can listen to a, again, hour-long Mulligan Brothers YouTube video that's very inspirational. I feel fired up. And then by the time I actually get to the office or by the time I'm actually ready to execute, I'm like, I, I lost that. So to me, I think that's the biggest challenge that we have in education it's not only teaching something that's valuable, but but like you said, make sure that the completion rate actually translates into specific learning. That's something I really try to do on this show is try to give people something they can walk away saying, okay, there are two tips that I can walk away from this and I can actually execute. I can actually bring to my business. Um, I'm curious on your side, Colin, how did you get to where you're at today as far as education goes? Do you have college degree? Do you do, like, what's your what's your platform for continuous learning?
1: Like, uh, so I went to undergraduate. I went to Macalester College in Minnesota. I was pretty anti-grad school. And then I started the podcast. And most of the top entrepreneurs and venture capitalists in Chicago went to Booth or Kellogg. And so I, I held out as long as I could. And then I eventually caved. And I ended up going to Booth and graduated last year. Um, I think it was worthwhile. I'm happy where I ended up. And then continuous learning, Uh, I do a lot of voice to text. So I read a lot of very long blog posts. You swipe down on your phone and you get uh, the voice Alex in your ear. So I do a lot of hacks around like what I wish audio learning existed. And then I naturally started avocado audio to feel like what I should exist in the world.
0: Very cool. And you're actually a co-founder of Avocado Audio. It's not just your sole platform. I'm wondering, what did you look for, and how did you link up with your partner or partners in this project?
1: Uh, so Brent Sanders is my co-founder. He's a tech and product guy. We worked together at Builders VC. So we were. It's a $200 million early stage fund split between Chicago and San Francisco. Um, so we also acted as a startup studio. So once or twice a year, we'd spin up new companies, and we'd always be testing different ideas. We, I don't think either of us ever intended to found a company together, but we would be noodling ideas and getting lunch like once a week at least and talking every morning about different approaches. And it just kind of happened that we were both passionate about this idea. He actually went to school for music. He's a self-taught programmer and I've always been in podcasting. Uh, so it's just a natural fit we have very complimentary skill sets.
0: That's pretty cool. And, and I was uh, interviewing another founder the other day, and he said the most important thing is having that vision, that vision for your project with your co-founder. I think, that's a, 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 I think that's an important thing because the last thing you wanna do is get into a project and you're both going in different directions. You gotta stay aligned, mm-hmm. super, super important. So what about challenges? What's been the greatest challenge for you? You're building out kind of an innovative new idea, audio learning right? Solely audio. What's been the biggest challenge for you throughout this process?
1: So it's a flywheel. Uh, So it's really hard to get these kind of marketplaces off the ground. So you need supply initially, and then you need demand, and then you mostly focus on demand going forward. And then as demand increases, you could do more payouts to the suppliers, to the rest of the marketplace. Um, So just getting that balancing both sides and keeping pushing that forward has just been a lot of work. That's you know, slowly starting to go out. It's slowly starting to grow. Like we're making much bigger payouts this month. I think your creator is gonna be really happy. I think they're gonna actually you know, produce more courses for the platform and it's starting to get moving.
0: That's really cool. So do you, Would you think of like the way that a successful bar operates, it's we get the girls, we get the chicks, then the guys come and then they buy all the chicks drinks, right? It's kind of that same similar idea. So I'm kind of curious in this platform where it's about basically like create uh, outside uh, sources coming in to create the content. Do you think it's more important to bring the creators in or bring the clients in? Who's, who's more important to your flywheel?
1: So initially it's the supply and we've had influencers reach out that will probably produce courses with like celebrity driven courses to some extent. Um, But demand, I think everything is about just attention nowadays. If you control attention and demand, that's everything. So more focused on that now.
0: Very good. Very good. Okay. So we've talked a lot about your business model, what you're doing, how you're building it up. Let's say that someone is interested in becoming a teacher or an instructor. How do they get in touch with you? How do they get onto your platform? What does the process look like, Colin?
1: So we have a great self-service portal built out. So avocadoaudio.com slash teach, I believe, has all the information you could ever need there. And if you have any questions, you know, feel free to reach out either on Avocado or I'm really active on Twitter. So Colin Keely on Twitter and my DMs are open. Always happy to reply.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So y'all definitely want to check out Colin and what he's building over at Avocado Audio. So Colin, before I let you go, I want to go into a couple rapid fire questions here for you, if I may. All right. You ready? Fired up? Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Let's do it. So what is a must-have item that every business owner should have that costs less than 50 bucks? What should we have?
1: So these are actually really cheap. They're like 12 bucks. So orange goggles for sleep to block out blue light. So I think any business owner, you just end up staring at the screen way too late into the night, and it really messes with your sleep. So you throw these on before you're you know doing email or watching TV or whatever, an hour or two before bed. It makes a massive difference. And they're like twelve dollars on Amazon.
0: Dig it, dig it. And they're I,
1: really fashionable too.
0: <laughs> there you go. I mean, like we have when your wife snaps a picture of you snoring or something, right? That's never happened to me, by the way. Never
1: happened to me. Yeah.
0: Uh, what is your favorite subscription right now, other than Avocado Audio?
1: maybe like six months ago, I put a lot of effort into like organizing my second brain and getting my notes all in order. So I pay for this subscription called Readwise that connects my Instapaper. So like all my notes and my Kindle notes and everything, and it throws them into Evernote. So it's like a a complicated connector, uh, but Readwise is an awesome company.
0: Rock and roll, right on. If you had a billboard message that could reach millions and millions of people, Colin, what are you going to put on your billboard?
1: So everyone kind of feels like they get what they deserve. I don't think that's right at all. I think they get what they ask for. So my billboard would be don't ask, don't get.
0: I like that a lot. I like that a lot. And y'all definitely want to check out Colin Keeley over on Twitter. He's got a lot of great anecdotes over there as well that you can appreciate. Colin, thank you so much for joining the show. I really appreciate your input, brother.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Mark.
0: Wow, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did as an after hours entrepreneur, as an avid podcaster. I'm so in tune to what's happening in the market because I wanna know, hey, what are the new ways that I can monetize? What are the new ways that I can improve? What are the new ways that I can reach more people? And Avocado Audio is a really interesting and innovative idea to Colin's point. Everyone is so obsessed with video right now, myself included, audio's a little bit under the radar. So if you can create a banging audio course, if you can learn how to really communicate and educate and connect with people via audio, you might have something very, very special over the coming decades. So listen, thanks so much for listening. Make sure that you smash that subscribe button. Head over to Mark Media for more free resources and I will check you out here next time on The After Hours Entrepreneur. This is Mark Spont signing off. Peace.